The following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion, but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We have a dynamite show for you today. Uh, you can call into this show. We know that many people, because this goes out around the world, are in different time zones and look at this and hear this later in the archives. And the various times, I'm always amazed at the number of people who listen because this show is rebroadcast later in the day and even again on weekends. But if you want to call in in the United States, it is one eight six six. Four seven two five seven eight eight. That is one eight six six four seven two five seven eight eight. Now, before we get to our guest today, I want to tell you uh, this show is brought to you by Million Kids. M I L L I O N Million Kids, because more than a million kids are trafficked each year throughout the world. And if you want to reach me and tell me about who you are, where you're at, and how the show affects you, you can do that by contacting me at. Opal, O-P-A-L, at Million Kids. We are the training and outreach coordinator for the Riverside County Anti-Human Trafficking Task Force. That is Riverside County, California. And here we are in beautiful Southern California. I love it. (laughs) Anyway, so, uh, but we work with the uh, Anti-Human Trafficking Task Force, and they have had, and we have had in Riverside County, two just really intense cases, and I want to share those with you before we jump into the discussion regarding cryptocurrency, which is our guest, Lynn Edinger, and um, I always mess up his name. I can hear him laughing. Lynn, hello. Good morning. How are you this morning? Lynn, would you say your name so I'll quit messing it up? Edgington. <laughs> Thank you. Anytime I get three syllables, even singleton's hard for me. So anyway, okay, we have two cases I want to share with. One is Riverside County man preyed on teenage runaways, then tried to have them killed, Breaking Bad style. Now, these cases will be on me and Kids' Facebook page if you want to read the articles and share them with others. And I would encourage you to follow me and Kids on Facebook. You just simply go to Facebook, type in million kids there is a rock band it's not very big by the way so if you get a rock band that's not us go to million kids we're the bigger one there and uh, follow us just hit like and you'll see these cases and you'll also see a lot of information about the cryptocurrency and bitcoin because we have lynn as our guest today well what we have here in riverside county man preyed on teenage runaways both of our cases the victims were runaways and that is why we run million kids missing kids and that is is why we so much appreciate everybody who donates to this show so that we can run Million Kids Missing Kids. There is no more exploited victim in the entire world than a teenage runaway, and that is the case. This case involved boys, and, you know, we don't give enough credence to what is happening here with boys being victims. And when boys are violated, they are heavily violated, and there needs to be a lot more attention to it. Well, his name is Randy Morash, and he's 55 years old, and he was convicted on 22 felony counts, sexually assaulting two teenage boys while in his custody. He tried to have them murdered in the Breaking Bad inspiration of the movie there. And uh, he's looking at life without parole. We don't have a con- we don't have the uh, sentence yet. We just have the conviction. He sexually assaulted one of the boys um, in there. He he invited in a 16 year old runaway to stay at his home after meeting him in a feed store in Anza. Now this is a real country kind of environment. You think all of you folks that live out there in rural communities, oftentimes I'll be invited to speak out there, and you say, well, it won't happen here. I've been to Anza. There probably isn't 3,000 people in the whole town, and they have a feed store because they have animals out there. 
that they're raising. And he met this kid at the feed store, and he invited him to stay with him. Now, this is called couch surfing. And interesting enough, when boys are violated, 60% of them are heterosexual. And they don't have pimps. This is uh, They have sugar daddies and chicken hawks. And what happened here, he sexually assaulted the boy and told him he was affiliated with a motorcycle gang and he would have to have him murdered if he tried to escape. When he tried to escape, despite the threats, he fired a gun at this kid. Yeah, think about this. You're a 16-year-old boy. You've gotten yourself in this place where you can't get free. The guy's threatening you with a motorcycle gang and even shooting at you. The second victim is a 17-year-old. He provided him with drugs. Eventually, he escaped after suffering through many sexual assaults and threats. He once pointed a loaded gun at the teenager. The kid got free. He ran home. Home. He told his folks what was happening. Uh, and so the guy ran off. He tried to escape. He got in a high-speed car chase up in Sacramento. That's about five, six hours north of us. Um, and what happened here is he got a hold of his stepson while he was in jail and tried to get him to kill his victims in the Breaking Bad style. Put them deep, never to be found, Breaking Bad. That's how it's done, as phone calls said. Now, they learned this because they were monitoring his jail calls. And uh, he was trying to kill these people to keep them from testifying. I share this with you because I want you to know this is not a minor deal we're mixed up in. This is life and death situations. And, you know, boy or girl, your life is changed forever. The other case is three people arrested in Riverside for human trafficking involving a missing Fresno girl. And this is just really heartbreaking also. This girl's only 15. She ran away from home. She apparently left with another girl. Now, 60% of our cases, the victim, the female victim, is recruited by another girl. And that is what happened here. And they hooked up with another girl, so she's now traveling and being controlled by two other girls and a guy. Now, these are pretty young people considering that they're running a a sex trafficking ring. But these people are deadly because they've got three people pimping out, selling a 15-year-old girl just because they lured her in to run away. They were taking this very seriously. They covered from Fresno to Los Angeles to San Diego, Orange County, and also out here in Riverside. In a very short period of time, they placed 22 online classified ads. Now, one of the things that we're about to get to is talking about cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. All of these ads are placed by having a Bitcoin account. And so these young people have Bitcoin accounts and they're buying these ads online to sell the girl 22 of them in a very short period of time that means they had this girl working night and day being moved from motel to motel to motel well our guys the task force out here got wind of this they went undercover posing as a prospective sex buyer and that is some of the work of me and kids we assist in these kinds of things and helping make sure that they can get these undercover ads the way they need them the officer was led then to a motel room here in Riverside where they found the 15-year-old girl. That guy was carrying a loaded weapon, and it had the serial number taken off of it. These guys are playing for keeps, and that 15-year-old girl was in a lot of trouble. Well, I've taken up a lot of time, but I think it's important for you to hear our cases because me and kids deals with the real deal here. This isn't just some activist kind of thing marching up and down the street. We want you to understand how this happens. So we're down to three minutes in this section here, and I'm telling Lynn that because he's my guest and he's in another city. Um, Lynn, come on here. Let's get started. Uh, Tell us your name, the name of your company, and a little bit about what your company does in the last three minutes, and then we'll dive, dive right in in the next section. Well, first of all, I'm Lynn Edgington. I'm the founder and president of Eagle Research Associates. We're a nonprofit, but what we deal in is in cybercrime. And the type of cybercrime we deal in is investment security type of cybercrimes, and that ranges also into identity theft, medical identity theft, illegal cash gifting, go down the genre of all different types of cybercrime. That's our niche and what we do in. We have a dual mission. One is we educate the public, so help, we hope to help prevent them from becoming victims of these types of crimes. But more importantly is if they do become a victim, things that they can do and steps they can take to protect themselves. 
And the second thing we do, which is a little unique and different than anybody else, is that we actually work with federal law enforcement agencies worldwide, helping them in their research and their investigation of these illegal activities and hopefully being able to get them found, charged, and convicted and put in prison where they belong. So that's the overview of who Eagle is, what we do, and we've been doing this online since 2008. Well, I'm very impressed in having you on. Uh, one of the things that you sent over and Susie's posting this morning on our Facebook page is a list of all the different cyber currencies that are out there because, you know, it, it sounds like a foreign language to the average person that, uh, that is following this, I'm sure. Uh, but you're always getting these promotions about, you know, this is the next Bitcoin, and then you see something called Bitcoin Cash, and and uh, the, I think there was one called Ethereum, and uh, and so we're going to uh, post what you sent over, and I very much appreciate you doing that, so that they can see what they are. Now, we're down to about a half minute here, and we're going to go up against a hard break, but... Uh, in the next section, we want to get deep into what is cyber currency, how does it work, why is it dangerous, should a person be using it, and like that. So, folks, stay with us. This segment went just way too fast. We're up against a break. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Helen Hillix, Todd Benton, and Chris Reeves. Interrevolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We have as our guest today Lynn Edgington. I, he has to tolerate me on his pronunciation of his no- name, but I'll tell you what, this man is the expert around the world when it comes to cybercrime and cyber currency and like that. He, As he said, they actually support law enforcement around the world investigating cases of fraud involving cybercrime and especially when it comes to cybercurrency. His organization is Eagle Research Associates and he is a California nonprofit and uh, he wrote a book called Robbing You with a Keyboard Instead of a Gun, Cybercrime, How They Do It. I highly recommend it. So that's enough for me. I want Lynn to jump right in here. Tell us all about how cybercurrency works and what to watch out for, how it's used in crime. Well, one of the things that most people have a problem understanding is, is exactly what is cryptocurrency. And basically, it's based off the two words, crypto 
and of course currency. Well, crypto just means cryptography. Talk about having trouble saying words this morning. At any rate, it's that, which means it's electronic processing. It's a mathematical formula that is used in order to develop the cryptology. And coin, which currency is, of course, fiat is what we think of, but this is electronic currency. So it exists strictly on the Internet. It's not something you can touch and feel. And so conversely, it's all done through electronics. And the most important thing about it is it's anonymous. And that's what attracts most people to it because you can buy and sell things. And there's organizations. And understand there's uh, retailers that actually accept Bitcoin and more and more are accepting Bitcoin. And the reason why everybody talks about Bitcoin is is because, number one, it's the biggest uh, by uh-huh. far. And, of course, it just went over $16,000 per coin. And there's a lot of reasons for that, and I'll get into that in a minute. But the biggest thing you have to understand is, is this is totally done over the, over the Internet. There is no bank-to-bank wire transfer in that regard because you always have a third-party processor verifying that took place. You do not have that in Bitcoin. The blockchain itself is what comprises the Bitcoin, is the means by which there's verification because it's open source, which means everybody can see every transaction that took place through the Bitcoin network, but again, it's done anonymously. But you do know that there was a person A and a person B that transferred and somebody sold, person A sold Bitcoin and person B bought Bitcoin, but you don't have to have person C verifying that transaction because everybody can see it on the open source source network. So I hope that kind of gives you a, a thumbnail sketch. It's far more involved than that. But there's no reason to get into all the depths and details of it. There's plenty of material out there you can go and get and get up to speed on technology about Bitcoin and the cryptocurrency world. So but more importantly is, uh, yeah. there's about, uh, uh, I've been told there's now up to probably 1,500 cryptocurrencies that are on the market today. And the difference between a real and a fake one is simply this. If you have a real cryptocurrency, it's traded on exchanges just like you would any commodity. So if you're familiar with commodity trading, think of Bitcoin, think of Ethereum, think of all these different type of cryptocurrencies that are being traded. So there's a buy-sell, and you can actually see the buy-sell that took place and what the fluctuation in price per coin is on a daily basis. And conversely, they also show you the market cap of what these currencies are and the companies that, that started their own currency. The ones that are fake work on a different situation. They claim they're on a private source. So therefore, they're not open source, they're private, which means that they do not trade on an exchange. They can set the price of whatever they want it to be. The only problem is you can't trade it. There are no merchants that are willing to accept it. The only transactions are between people. And then ask yourself, if you got into something that was this type of a program, why would you do it? Because if person A wants to sell however many, whatever the name of their coin is, to person B, well, person B doesn't want to pay more for it than person A paid for it because why would you do that? Mm-hmm. There's no other place you can do it except to sell it to somebody else, and you constantly have to have somebody else buy it at a higher price for, the, right. for it to truly work, and eventually the price is going to get outside the realm of what people are willing to pay for it. More importantly is the, the parties that are running these things, they're the ones who set the price, not the traders between one group versus another group inside this program. So that's the negativity of, and you can tell that it's fake. And then the other thing that you can tell it's fake is most of them now that are starting up are, are marketing it around a multi-level marketing type of format or what we call MLM. Mm-hmm. And this just means that you're getting involved in a group of people like-minded as yourself that want to get involved in cryptocurrency, but you don't have the money to get into Bitcoin or some of the other ones that are trading in extremely high dollar values. So you'll join this with the understanding is, is that they're going to go public, and the promise is they're going to go public. The problem is they never go public. Mm-hmm. And so conversely, you're in something that you can't get out of because there's nothing to get back because the coin does not exist. We know of five or six of them that are, there is no mining going on. Mining just means there's an algorithm out there and the, and the people that are developing the blockchain are solving that mathematical formula to be able to establish that, this, that the currency is there. And so conversely, mm-hmm. since there's none of that taking place, it's all smoke and mirrors. And so we warn people that if it's closed, if it's not open source, if it's not traded on public exchanges, stay away from it, run from it, because it is nothing more than a straight-up Ponzi. You're going to lose every, every penny you put into the program. So that's kind of the difference between 
the real versus the fake. Okay. So uh, one of the reasons I'm interested in Bitcoin is because while it can be used for legitimate purchases, I mean, there are different people that let you buy product using Bitcoin. I think there's even up in Seattle a, a Bitcoin ATM. I'm not sure how that works. But anyway, there are legitimate uses for it. But where I really uh, got involved, and I think you are also, is that many of these people are using Bitcoin to do illegal or illicit transactions. Um, for instance, you can use it legally to buy an ad on Backpage, okay? And that's a legal transaction, whether you're selling a bicycle or offering a, a person out for commercial sex, you are buying an ad. But what I see is people also use it to buy um, guns in the dark web or drugs in the dark web. It allows transactions um, in you know, in in the cyber world that normally you would not be able to do a transaction. And and that's when it gets into money laundering. Is that accurate? Yes, it is. And this is a danger. There's a, like everything, there's always a good side. There's always a bad side. I mean, the internet is a wonderful thing, but the internet has exploded the number of Ponzi's that are out there today versus because you don't have to rent a hotel room to go do your sales pitch to get people to right. sign up in your program. So, right. It became global overnight with the use of the Internet. And as we've seen the laws change in certain countries, we've seen an explosion of these different types of cyber crimes. And because now when it started out, it was primarily the United States, Canada, England. Now it is global in spoke and it's across the, I mean, it's around the world. Let's put it that way. Uh-huh. And the, the whole thing is, is that you can be anywhere and claim you're someplace else and nobody knows where you are. That's sure. the danger of this. And the, the secrecy is also involved in running Ponzi's that's running in when you start dealing with Bitcoin. The irony is every one of these fake cryptocurrencies accepts Bitcoin as a method of payment for you to join their program. Mm-hmm. Well, stop and think about this. If you are going to get into a cryptocurrency, why would you want to use a now think about this. this is a, this is, you're getting in something that you're saying, <laughs> this is my cryptocurrency, and you're going to use your competitor's uh, method of you know, <laughs> cryptocurrency to buy into a cryptocurrency product. It, yeah. you know, sometimes you sit back and scratch your head and go, huh? Yeah, but this right. is the way it works. But uh-huh. they use it to legitimize their program. Mm-hmm. Well, if, if Bitcoin accepts us, then we're legal. Mm-hmm. And that's the See, furthest thing from the truth. The other, the you other don't know who you are when you deal with Bitcoin. Oh yeah, I mean that that is really where I'm looking at it from too. Is uh, maybe in a different way rather than investing in it. But uh, for instance, what I'm what we're starting to see is cyber sex on demand all over the world, where they're holding pay per view events. Uh, watch a child be violated, they pay for it on Bitcoin. That would not be possible if you were putting it on a master charge visa. In other words, what I'm seeing is Bitcoin is enabling crimes in ways we never would have seen before. And that's making it really challenging for law enforcement because how do you get, you can get a subpoena, you can see there's a transaction, but you can't see where, who is involved in it and where it's going. So, Bitcoin or anonymous currency is enabling crime in ways that make it now very difficult on a global level and on a huge money laundering level. Yes, and the the problem is there's another third problem crops into this whole scenario. When you're dealing in cryptocurrencies, you don't take possession of anything. It's all done, as we said. It's all on the Internet. And conversely, your coins are – you have two choices. You set up your own storage vault for the coins – or you use a company that set up themselves to be a storage vault for cryptocurrency, no matter what the cryptocurrency is. Mm-hmm. The problem is, if, they, if this source gets hacked, they're gone. There's nothing, right. you can't trace it. You don't know where it went. Uh-huh. And the biggest one that has happened to date was an organization called Mt. Gox. And they claimed that their cloud basically is what it is, their service that they offered was secure, that you, they couldn't be hacked. Well, guess what happened? They got hacked. <laughs> the problem is they got probably, you know, and there's various figures nobody knows exactly because they would never admit the true value of this, but they suspected that the loss was up, up close to $2 billion in Holy Bitcoin cow. that was stolen, and they don't know where it went. 
Mm-hmm. So even though you're working with this source, third-party source to store your coins, mm-hmm. there's no guarantee that it's not going to get hacked. And we've seen more and more of these being hacked. And, of course, they've had to beef up their securities, which I will tell you that most of the, these type of organizations, they do have extremely tight security. But for you to have the same security means you have to pay to get your own storage facility set up and operational and you better have it secured because if you don't you could be hacked and you lose all your bitcoin or ethereum or whatever cyber currency you're using pick out which one you want and you put it in your storage facility it could be hacked so you're running a risk every time you deal in this type of cryptocurrency that's why most people don't set up their own they go with people that set up and they're you know of course they claim they're secure i as i said before they are probably more secure now than they've ever been, which is important because they are a number one target because that's where the money is. And criminals always go where the money is. Yeah, there's no FDIC for Bitcoin, and, there's, and they're not secured by gold like dollars are. So it, it is a whole different world out there, and I, I think it's important for our audience to understand that. We're coming up against this break here, folks. If you want to call in, you can at 866-472-5788. I know most of you... Uh, share this show, actually, I've heard with many people, and you watch it and hear it on uh, archives. So stay with us. We're up against this break, so we'll be right back. Thanks. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to exploited crimes against humanity if you have a question or comment please send an email to opal at millionkids.org that's o-p-a-l at millionkids.org now back to exploited crimes against humanity here again is opal singleton well hello and welcome back to exploited crimes against humanity I want to take a minute and thank all of our listeners. Uh, I get emails regularly from around the world, actually, of people who are listening to the show and tell us about how information from this show has changed somebody's life or prevented somebody from being uh, involved in in, uh, some sort of human trafficking activity or sextortion or social media exploitation. And I really, really appreciate that. And I also appreciate all the people who help subsidize and support our work. Uh, we are a nonprofit. We can't do this without you. Trust me. 
all of us have regular jobs. We um, do this in addition to our regular jobs. And so whenever anybody donates to us, the money goes towards helping keep kids safe from predators, helping get women rescued, helping provide needs so women especially and some uh, boys can get into uh, help out there. And a lot of it is just global education and local education to be able to help uh government agencies, schools. I was out at Palm Springs Unified yesterday. Thank you. They're wonderful people to educate leaders so that they can stop this. Our guest today is Lynn Edgington, and he is with Eagle Research Associates. That's Eagle, E-A-G-L-E, eagleresearchassociates.org. And we are talking about cybercrime and Bitcoin and how it changes cybercrime. So, Lynn, you want to pick up there and uh, talk, uh, you know, about some of the kinds of investigations or how you see Bitcoin affecting crime? Well, there are some things we can't talk about, obviously, for security reasons and also because there are ongoing investigations and we don't want to get information out. But let me tell you what what we've seen that's the most important thing that the listeners need to hear. Mm-hmm. Just in the last three months alone, we have seen an explosion of fake cryptocurrencies coming on the marketplace. Okay. In just three months, we've had over 36 new programs trying to get started. That's in three months. Wow. We've seen this rise started in January, and it's continued every month. They just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger because they're going to be the next Bitcoin and, of course, with the rising value of Bitcoin, it's an easy sell because people think they're getting in on the ground floor at a very low rate and at a very low cost, I should say. Therefore, if it has anywhere near a third of the rise of Bitcoin, they're going to become wealthy, and they prey on that greed. Mm-hmm. And so, conversely, we see this happening, and I will tell you, out of all those that have just come on, 98% of them are, are involved around the MLM industry. So we know immediately, just by looking at the format and the structure in which it takes place, that they're illegal. And I want to explain a little bit more in depth as to how we know that. It's real simple. When you're in a multi-level marketing program, the FTC is the one who oversees this. That's the Federal Trade Commission. They oversee and regulate the multi-level marketing industry. They require 51% of a individual is in an MLM program, that 51% of their income must come from customers' retail sales. That does not mean people in your downline. That means real customers that are not part of the organization in any way, shape, or form. Well, the problem is when when you're doing a cryptocurrency around MLM, the cryptocurrency is the only product. So the mm-hmm. only way you can get money out of it is to re- refer people in, get people to sign up in it, and you get a referral commission. Well, 100% of your income is coming from referral commission. It's not coming from selling to outsiders. It's not, you're not getting it from retail customers because mm-hmm. you can't sell to retail customers. They have to be in the program for you to be able to get paid. So the, all the money that they're earning, they can claim how many thousands of dollars they're earning. They're not earning it off the price of the cryptocurrency by selling, buying and selling it. They're getting the money off of getting people to join and become part of the organization, and they get a referral commission off of that. And it can be 10%, and we've seen uh, different levels that you reach. It can be more than 10%. You start out at 10 It can get up to as high as 15 to 20% total commission that you can get, sometimes two, three, four levels down. And so conversely, the more people you get and the more people they get, the more your income goes up. So immediately, that's why I said earlier, when it's wrapped around an MLM, by definition, it becomes illegal and there's no way that they can stand there and provide proof that they're operating legally because they can't for that one simple rule. And this is the thing that we caution everybody is, is again, you know the name of the program you're in, but the problem is you don't have to give out your real name your real address, your real phone number. You can be anybody you want to be, and they all use monikers, which just means they have a, a, they make up a name. Uh, they may be Hot Mary. I mean, we've seen everything you can think of as far as names, that, creative names that people come up with. So you really don't know who you're doing business with when you see the whole membership. Now, when you're referring somebody in, they know who you are because usually the first ones you get into is your family and friends, and then you start expanding out from there. Uh-huh. But... But the whole situation is is that 
It's designed to make you and fool you to think that you're getting in on a ground floor of an opportunity when you're getting on the ground floor of having all your money stolen from you. So that's something I really want to get the people to listen to because step back and, and just think about for a moment. They're not trading on an open source network. They're not trading on, on exchanges. It's closed. And if they're not doing that, you don't have to worry about the valuation of the coin going up and you missing out because the coin valuation is always set by the people running it. And yes, it may have been, you know, let's say five euro when, when they first started this and now they say it's up to 15 euro. Well, there's no, there's no proof of that. It's just the number uh-huh. they made up. They can, make it, they can make it 25 euro if they wanted to. The problem is it creates a sense of urgency because they always promise it's going to increase in value, but there is nothing to increase in value because it's all smoke and mirrors. It's just numbers on a screen, and that's what people it's, fall for. So uh, can you name names? I mean, can you suggest uh, that some of these currencies are, are Ponzi schemes that, that people should look out for? Is there, is there a... Is that something you want to do? I can tell you some of them that have started that, uh, let's just say that we, we, we sit back and say, be very, very careful about what you get into uh, because the fact is is that you are getting into something that is uh, 99.9% chance of being a Ponzi. Mm-hmm. The, the biggest issue that we have is the fact that there's so many of them coming on the marketplace, there's no way we can keep up with all of them. Uh-huh. But I'm going to jump into something right here real quick, and I'll give you some, I'll give you some programs that you really need to be concerned about. Okay, and so in the, f- in, in the meantime, if people want to contact you personally, let me give your email address as Eagle Research Associate, A- Eagle, E-A-G-L-E, Research, R-E-S-E-A-R-C-H, Associate, A-S-S-O-C, end of that, at Cox. .net, So if somebody wants to reach you, they can reach you there or by going on to your Facebook page, or excuse me, your um, webpage at Eagle Research Associates, spelled out, .org. Is that correct? That's correct. And on our, on our website, we have a contact us link, and that's, of course, anybody wants to email us. And if anybody wants to call, they can always call me uh, at our telephone number, and that's 949-837-837. 6078. And by the way, if you call, you will talk to me. And if I'm not here, you will just leave a message and I will return the call. I didn't want anybody thinking that they're going to be talking to somebody other than myself because that's not true. You will talk to me. And, uh, and I answer the emails, by the way, just so everybody knows that if you're sending an email to us, I will be the one who responds to you. Uh, there's, there's a whole list of stuff out there. And, and these are the ones that we have warned people about. And we just tell you, hey, if you're not sure, give us a call. We'll walk you through some of this stuff. Uh, there's a program called Coin Plus, Hash Income, BitPhoenix Solutions, Crypto Gain, Biddy Rain. I love that one. Titan Trade Club, Regal Coin, Titus Community. I mean, uh, Coin Theorem. Uh, the list goes on and on and on and on. And but these are the you know uh, another one I should say is Resonance Capital. In cloud, Gladia Coin 2, 10 times Bitcoin, Global Dynamic Marketing, Hextra Coin. As you can see, they get very creative in their names. Uh, anytime you see something that's they're called a trading club, stay away from it. And they're dealing in Bitcoins because what they claim is you're buying bits and pieces of Bitcoin and that's what you're doing and all the money is going to the people running it. They, you can't prove that they did or did not buy Bitcoin for you. They can tell you you've got Bitcoins in your account, but again, it's numbers on the screen because unless you can see it, touch it, and feel it, it's not real. And this is the thing that everybody has to be aware of. What they claim they're doing is not what they're doing, and there's just be extra caution. Like I said, if you want to get involved in cryptocurrencies, there, is a, there are two major websites that the people can go to and they can see the coins that are on the market that are trading daily, and you can find out which one you think you would like to invest in, and you can actually acquire it. And we, we tell people, go to the ones that are publicly traded. Don't get caught up in the hype of all these so-called clubs or different programs that are designed to develop a brand-new cryptocurrency. You have to have a supercomputer 
it takes a lot of electricity for you to do mining a Bitcoin, what uh, when they mine Bitcoin. It is not something that everybody can do on their desktop. If they now, tell you you can, uh, run away from it. Are those two sites World Coin Index and also uh, Coin Market Capital? Yes. Is that Okay, and I asked Susie, I sent those over and asked Susie to post those and also to post how to reach you so that if you can't get all this over the radio, you can get it through uh, me and kids on their Facebook. And you can also get it on the archive site, exploitedcrimes.com. But that is World Coin Index and Coin Mark, Market Cap, right? Correct. Okay. Well, another thing that people need to know is, is that we, we were expecting this. We just never know when it's going to happen. But one of the major issues that people have had in dealing space here in the United States is that uh, are you reporting your income you're making off of your Bitcoin sales <laughs> to the IRS? And they did oh, a they all study. And they, yeah, and they came did a study and said, uh-uh, nobody is. And so conversely, we now have our first case that is now being presented, and it's up to the courts. And they've, the court has made a ruling that there is certain things that they can do Uh, and have to turn over records to the IRS. So they're starting to strip the veil of anonymity because what they've done is is they've said, okay, we looked at the number of transactions that went in, we looked at the number of transactions that have came out, (laughs) and there's far more money coming out than than what is being reported. (laughs) Therefore, we want to know who these people are. Okay, we're up against a break here. So, by the way, that case is in California, wouldn't you know? Okay, we're up against this break. Stay with us, folks. We'll go back to the last section in just a minute. Be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. We have as our guest today, Lynn Eddington. Edgington. <laughs> He's very tolerant as I just butcher his poor name, but I butcher my own, so there you go. Lynn, uh, we're down to the last section, and you were deep into the challenges of this and what's going on in um, in the crime basis of this, so keep going. Well, one of the things I wanted to point out to the listeners is this. When it comes to fake cryptocurrencies, we can track and find out who the players are and know where they are, and we can get, we can get a shutdown and, and we can take action. And that's the good news for law enforcement. The bad news for law enforcement is when you're dealing with real cryptocurrencies, you don't have that money trail, you don't have that identity trail that you have when you have a fake cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. And so conversely, as you said earlier in the show, how do you get a search warrant when you don't even know who you're searching for? Right. And this is a difficult law enforcement to end up against, a, up against it with, and that's not just here in the U.S., that's worldwide. 
And so what we're seeing is, is a move by countries to do what the IRS is now starting to do, is they're going to start putting regulations in place that are, because this is, you know, government's always uh, 10 steps behind what the crooks are doing. And so conversely, uh, the whole idea of the Internet has caught everybody flat-footed. And so now you're trying to play catch-up, and that's the worst place you need to be in is playing catch-up. And so conversely, uh, you're seeing countries now that are panicking. And, I mean, seriously, they are panicking because they know that this money is being used for illegal activities. They know it could be funding terrorism. They know it could be done for all these nefarious different types of things, of prostitution, child trafficking. You name the list. Go down the list of all the, the dirty stuff that's out there. And they know it's there. The problem is they can't find them. And so, like I said, there, there's going to be a move by governments worldwide to start putting regulations on. And we honestly believe, and this is just my own personal feeling, but our team believes that we're going to see countries form their own cryptocurrencies. And so eventually it will probably remove the investment potential of other cryptocurrencies. Is it going to remove them all? No. It will make a competitive marketplace, but you're going to see governments start developing their own cryptocurrencies. In fact, we know that there's countries developing cryptocurrencies right now. And so conversely, uh, it's going to be an interesting marketplace when that event takes place. But in the meantime, this is the nightmare of law enforcement. And we, you know, we work with law enforcement in areas where we can find people. I, I shudder to think what it's like for them to have to try to be able to, to stop this stuff when you don't know who you're looking for. And to me, that's a nightmare for law enforcement. And I, I admire the men and women who do this because they do yeoman work and they're so up against it, you, people cannot imagine the billions and billions and billions of dollars that is moving around on the Internet that is non-traceable. Right. I, uh, I often talk about that because we look at child pornography rings and they have just exploded in the dark web and they are global. I mean, you have literally in some of these rings 200,000 pedophiles and they're buying and selling photographs of violated children and they're doing it by using Bitcoin and moving them around and renaming it. And, uh, and you will see even in things like gaming where they will will uh, use gaming accounts and move them around. And so, you know, how do you get a search warrant if, for instance, you have a live streaming event or live streaming within a video game, you can't tell who's talking. How do you get a search warrant for that? And then when they start moving the money to pay for, for instance, the photo of a violated child, how do you trace that if it's all undercover? So you're absolutely right. The people who are doing this are amazing people. And, and I'm proud to know you, Lynn, that you're an organization that is working with this law enforcement, helping them to unravel that and and wanting to protect the public. Um, I would encourage the public to uh, you know reach out to Lynn and if you have any questions at all. Uh, or if you think that you're seeing crime that involves cyber currency of any kind, and you know whether it's a, a Ponzi scheme, whether it's a child pornography ring, whether it's a um, you know people are buying and selling uh, illicit goods or uh, counterfeit goods or even things like where they're involved in uh, cyber sex on demand and it's involving cyber currency. Reach out to Lynn. Lynn, help me. Uh, well, just tell the people how to reach you. And also, you have a book they need to know about. I hope people buy this book. It sounds like a really great book. So why don't you tell them about your book and how to reach you? Well, first of all, let's talk about how you reach me. Uh, as I said, you go to our website, which is eagleresearchassociates.org. And on that website, we have the Contact Us link, which gives you direct email access to me. And so you just contact us, uh, use that link, send me your email, and I will respond back to you. Please understand that we get a lot, a lot of emails on a daily basis. I may not get back to you immediately, but I will get back to you as quickly as I possibly can. They can call me at 949-837-6078. And as I said before, I am the one who answers the phone. And if I'm not here, they'll leave a message, and I promise to get back to you. That's, and then the name of my book that, is. Hold I'm sorry, go ahead. Let's, re, let's repeat that in case somebody's trying to write it down. It's 949 837 6078. That is a U.S. number in Southern California, 949 837 6078. So if you know about some of this overseas, like if you're in a foreign country, 
you can always email him. And one more time, let's give your email. Spell it out, if you would. It's eagle at eagle research associates dot org. Okay. So tell him about your book. Well, I wrote Robbing You with a Keyboard Instead of a Gun, Cybercrime, How They Do It, uh, several years ago because we saw this implosion coming involved with all different kinds. And it deals really with investment crime. Uh, it was not because this was way before we started seeing uh, the rise of Bitcoin. It was right at the time Bitcoin. It actually been out there about three or four years, but it wasn't the way it is today. So conversely, we don't cover the cryptocurrencies, and I don't cover that in the book. But primarily it tells you how they lure you in and then it gives you all the different players that are involved to make this happen and how they can get so big. Just to give people an understanding, when I first started doing this, I actually became aware of this back in 2004, but we didn't form Eagle until 2008. We were probably seeing $150 million, $250 million per Ponzi was huge. Today we're shutting down Ponzi's that are $3.2 billion. We got one we believe is going to be over $4 billion. And that's where this has gone just in that length of time. And most of that explosion came since 2015. So from 2015 to 2018, there's more money stolen online in fake companies and programs called Ponzi's or illegal pyramid schemes than all the heroin, cocaine, and marijuana trafficking combined. Wow. This is how big it's gotten. And it's because of the Internet, it's getting bigger. And yeah, they can as form I said, these countries cyber- are now waking up to this crime that they didn't have it before. Yeah, they form these cyber communities. I was, I often talk about this. Is very seldom do we just see one perpetrator anymore. This is whole rings of people reinforcing each other using the social media, so it looks legitimate. Oh, absolutely. In fact, one of the ironies was is we had four different programs, and everybody was thought it was run by four different people, and it was the same person, just using different names. Right. Well, we are out of time today. I thank Lynn for coming on here. I hope that if you have any questions that you will reach out to Lynn and ask them if you know of any situations that you think ought to be investigated, be sure and uh, contact him. We will also have his contact information on our site. This show is brought to you each week by Million Kids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N, Million Kids. I hope you will follow us on Facebook. Be sure to do that. Just simply go to Million Kids and or excuse me go to facebook and find million kids and then hit click i appreciate each and every one of you that support us financially i want to say an extra thank you as we're coming to the end of the year i know you are being hammered by lots of people to donate i need to do that myself i'm probably the worst fundraiser you ever saw but i will tell you that we are serious about doing the work of being able to keep kids safe from predators and we cannot do that if you don't donate. So I'll tell you what, all those people who send us money, I appreciate each and every one of you. If you want to do that, you can go to millionkids.org, M-I-L-L-I-O-N, millionkids.org, hit that donate button. And right now, if anybody who donates more than $50, I will personally send you an autographed copy of Seduce, the Grooming of America's Teenagers. We're out of time, folks. Thank you for joining us. I hope you'll share this with everybody you know, and we will talk to you next week. Have a great week, folks. Thank you for tuning in this week to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week.